Studios. Hey everyone, Elliot Lerner here, host of the podcast you're probably listening to, Cheers to You, the podcast about drinking. Did you know that there are more podcasts you can check out on the Art Phoenix Studios Podcast Network? Uh, let's see how many times I say podcast during the rest of this read. Uh, feel free to take a drink along with me every time I say podcasts. So let's begin. So you can check out the flagship podcast, Art Can Fix, hosted by Andy King, the show about art and artists and how artists have used art to fix themselves and others. And it's all discussed on this wonderful podcast. You can also check out two new podcast shows on the Art Phoenix Studios podcast network. The first podcast is In the Green Room, hosted by Stephanie Fravel and producer Isabella Eliopoulos, wherein they have intimate conversations on this podcast with their guests about what goes on behind the scenes in the world of performance. The second podcast you can check out is Wake and Jake. Every episode, Jake Fisher creates music designed to wake you up every morning and really get you to be the best you. So check out more podcasts on the Art Phoenix Studio Podcast Network and rate and review us five stars and everywhere you can and uh, subscribe as well on all platforms and also have a great day and enjoy the episode. Bye. Cheers. This week, heavy lies the crown of those that drink it. This is Cheers to You. Welcome to Cheers to You, the podcast that seeks to explore our connection to beverages, alcoholic or otherwise, on an emotional, intimate, and personal level. I am your host, Elliot Lerner. We are an Art Phoenix Studios podcast network production. Each episode features a different guest bringing in a different beverage that has had some significance in their life, be it their first legal drink or maybe just a particular cup of coffee that they need to start their day. I know this is kind of a long introduction. I'm sorry about that, man. Uh, rate the podcast five stars where you can. And if you leave a review, hey, why not? Um, that will help us in the rankings. Uh, my guest this week is Kenyatta. Kenyatta is a rapper, producer, songwriter, engineer, and entrepreneur born and raised in the great city of Chicago. Uh, with two mixtapes already under his belt and his debut album on the way, he has become known for his unique combination of authentic hip-hop with a soulful vintage feel. So basically the opposite of any music I've ever been able to accomplish in my short life. Uh, it's, it's, it's great. Uh, whether you want to vibe out uh, to his catchy beats or dissect his complex, multifaceted lyrics, Kenyatta is sure to appeal to music lovers of all kinds. He's been featured in the Chicago Reader and uh, in shows all across the city, and now he has the great honor of sitting in my tiny ass apartment <laughs> at a dinky little table that has been covered with a a, a, a cigarette stained blanket. So. Kenyatta, hey. thanks so much for joining me, man. I appreciate it. Got to start somewhere, you know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Got to start somewhere and stay somewhere. It's, yeah. <laughs> I have a feeling this is yeah. going to be like a, a thing, uh, a, a reoccurring theme in my life. Um, so uh, just to get a sense of who you are as as a musician, as an artist, how have your, your travels, uh, your upbringing, um, your background in, you know, growing up in Chicago, how has all of that influenced uh your um, growth as an artist? Well, for starters, you know, my household, I came from a real soulful background. So when I was young, you know, Temptations, like Stevie Wonder, all that, that played mm. throughout my house. So that's what really got me started in music. And as far as like rapping goes, you know, since we the Midwest, you know, yeah. we catch everything from each coast and we just soak it all up and yeah. make this Midwest sound, you know, so. So what kind of um, artists influenced your style growing up? Like, which ones did you really gravitate? I know, I know, it's like, I, I know doing comedy, I definitely gravitated towards certain comedian style yeah. growing up, and then you know, I sort of made it my own. I'm not as good comparatively, yeah. but uh, like, how which which uh, musicians were really you drawn to growing up? Yeah, if I can do five, I think I'll say like Tupac, Biggie, Jay Z, Nelly, and Kanye West. Okay, so. I was Those definitely, five. yeah, I definitely grew up knowing Nelly more just because, like, being in the South. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't escape it. I, not, I didn't have anything wrong with it. I just, you know, I went from, like, you know, take your shirt off, twist it around your head like a helicopter <laughs> to, yeah, <laughs> uh, Rough Riders. Yeah, Rough Riders. And then, yeah, uh, Nelly. And it was, um, it was, 
I, I don't know how I turned out the way I did. I was yeah, just all my friends listen to rap, and I then I just sort of fell into it. Um, how? Uh, oh, I couldn't have sounded lamer. Uh, fuck me. Um, so what are your uh, motivations to grow as an artist now? Well, I just want to get better. Like I want to actually play like each instrument on every song. Okay. I want to get back to like instrumentation on on the music. So. So that's really where I'm at with it. Like, I just want to get the music better and better. Like, I want to progress with each project I do. Everything I do, I want to progress. You know what I'm saying? What was the uh, What was the first instrument you learned how to play? Well, the really the only instrument that I'm like kind of know how to play is piano. Okay. So that one, you know, I'm still trying to master, but that one. When did you When did you start? Uh, well, I've been doing this since I was like 14. I okay. dabbled and dabbled like throughout high school you know mm-hmm. throughout other things i was doing yeah, yeah, yeah. then i finally you know like sat down like okay i just need to produce you know i'm saying it. i've been doing that yeah um so what uh, are you trying to learn any instruments right now or still uh, growing with the, the piano and because and, i imagine you know producing beats and, and creating music is its own uh sort of hell world in a good way but like completely different than than writing uh tracks um so yeah how are you trying to expand your your musical uh uh arsenal right now well really like you said i want to master that piano like Mm -hmm. you know know like the back of my hand like crazy Mm. but i got other people you know play guitar and whatnot you know so i got like a strong team behind me you know Mm -hmm. so i'm gonna play my position you know produce and play the piano and whatnot let other people do what they do you know and mm-hmm. write the and write the music you know because a lot of things i gotta do you know yeah i mean, right you know you know, I, you know. I i tried to teach myself piano in 2013 i just i was like i had like a couple songs i could play and then just like yeah. i don't i don't know what i was doing it was it was real bad as man it's it's kind of i look like um, you ever start. seen that video of the cat with the playing the piano Okay, somebody like takes its arms and like is like playing the piano. I'm. And that's how you were. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how I looked. I was just like kind of just like Frankensteining it. It was was bad. That's how we. I feel like we all start like that. You know, like. Oh man, all the notes and chords and rules. It's so many (laughs) rules, like you know. I saw the tutorial videos and the people are just like you know moving like a river with their hands and I'm just like oh fuck me. They go so fast, I'm like, okay, yeah, you need to slow that down a little bit, you know? What I'm yeah, yeah, I didn't catch nothing. So, uh, so where do you find inspiration to, uh, you know, write your music, to make your music? So, like, what, uh, where, where do you find that inspiration? Is it, um, motivated by the the world around you, or is it like feelings, uh, that sort of stir up and you don't really know how else to express? Or, I mean, I don't, I don't know what. Uh, goes in the mind of a of a musician so it's like a mixture of everything like first i think everyday life you know what i'm saying you gotta live to actually to make music mm-hmm. two i just think my whole life is compiled this is my body and all these thoughts run through my head so it's a matter of time before i'm like this is leaking out like a faucet you know so mm-hmm. that's how the songs come about the topics okay. because sometimes events in my life will happen i'm like oh that happened inspired me to write a song you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and just me going to work or whatever you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. anything happened might inspire a line mm-hmm. and from a line i can so so yeah, yeah. so do you uh, kind of work off like a line that pops in your head and do you work like sort of expanding from there or do you sit down with like a like maybe a hook in mind um yeah. is, I, I realize that's kind of a loaded question and a difficult one to answer <laughs> but like like i like i i generally don't know like i know it jokes i try to work backwards from the punchline but okay. i like with a song i, I like i have no idea i think everybody got the thing but when i started writing music you know i learned how to write a hook you know mm. how to so that's that's like my go-to like okay i make sure my hook is done first because that's what well how you reel people in mm-hmm. with the hook you know yeah and then i learn i start writing Anything that I want to say that was complex, mm-hmm. like I said in a verse, because the hook is gonna be more catchy anyway. So yeah, it's like a it's like a trick, you know. Yeah, you that's, reel that's, them in that's with like the hook. That's like my style. Like it's like yeah. a trick. It's like 
reeling men with the hook, and especially in this day and age with hip hop, a lot is watered down. So okay. I'm like, I don't really want to water my lyrics down. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna mask it through the verses and then okay. give you give you like a killer hook to sing along with. So you All know, right. so yeah. everybody can sing. And then you listen to the lines, and you're like, oh shit, yeah, that's like, he said that in that. Yeah. yeah. You just have so. to like, you have to stop what you're doing, and kind of like just sit on the curb and just be like, fuck me. Exactly. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah. Well, do you remember? I, I kind of a, a weird question. Do you remember the early, like the first hook you wrote, like when you were first like started dabbling in writing songs? Like, is there anything that like really sticks out? <laughs> I, I realize it might be like embarrassing. No. So. Yeah. I'm trying to really. Uh, <laughs> I think I have a few because. All of my the first <laughs> the first songs that I had, I would take a whole Nelly CD mm-hmm. and rewrite the song, <laughs> rewrite each song on the yeah. album. Like that's how I started off writing. Uh-huh. Like, take each Nelly, like, and I rewrite the song so it sound like it. But you know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So I, I can't really remember, but it pretty much sound like the song. But like I would change lyrics around and put, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. how I like started, you know, learning how to write. <laughs> but my first, I'm trying to think. Uh, I can't remember it off the top of my head. No, I just know cool. it's it like I think it was called "Very Windy Day." Okay. And I think it was by Chicago or some, you know. But, <laughs> I, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it put yeah. points for subtlety. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> No, so, yeah, it was a funny song because uh, that's when MySpace was around. Yeah. I put it on okay. my I put it on MySpace <laughs> and people was coming up to me in school like, it's going to be a very, you know, like, so I was <laughs> yeah. like, right, it's kind of funny. I, uh, I remember writing a poem and putting it on Facebook and people started like, yeah. a couple of people come up to me and they're like, heartbreak huh i was yeah. like ah oh, shit i was like ah oh, damn it um that's deleted that right away deleted that right away absolutely can't i can't uh-huh. justify this it's not i knew I it wasn't delete. good but i was like man I, I wrote something and i put it on facebook yeah. and just immediately like i have people come up to me and like, huh hey, yeah. yeah you sure about that man it's like oh you really you, you're gonna keep it up there you you really write that it's and like, that's oh. how social media is you oh, know? Yeah. it's like crazy like you're like okay delete, delete oh yeah you know oh yeah Oh, man. I just got done deleting a whole bunch of tweets, so oh yeah, yeah. Oh. nothing problematic. Here's the thing: no, none of it was really problematic. Yeah. It was more just bad, like just yeah. uh, like uh like bad jokes or like just dumb thoughts to have. Yeah, and say like there's no like I I was definitely drunk for like eighty percent of them. That's how of usually it like. Especially if it's anything after like almost twelve o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Well, like, it's it's like um it's like don't hang out at the at the club after three. Yeah, is like the Chris Rock bit, and it's like don't tweet after after midnight. Yeah, kind of thing. Like because then like sometimes I'll see my Facebook memories. You know, every year they yeah, show yeah. you. I'm like, I said this six years ago. Like, like do you want to share it? I'm like, nah, it's okay. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, I don't want to forget so, that part yeah, of it. It's, I said this, you know what I'm saying? So. I had a lot of opinions about crossing guards for some reason. It's, yeah, oh, man. It's like, what? <laughs> You're an adult, man. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, for real. Like, no, crossing guards, who cares? It, yeah, that's like a teenager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, who cares? It's, they're... they're just trying to get a job. I don't know. That's yeah. stupid. Um, so, uh, so w- what ideally is next? You you have your album coming out. Yeah. Um, uh, how? Wh- when's the uh, release date for that? I'm not gonna put a release date, but it will. I think it will be at the top of the year. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. I'm doing a rollout plan once once I have the final tracks done. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna put together, sit back and listen. You know. Yeah. I, I got a I got a plan. You know. Mm-hmm. Because this is the project where I'm trying to get into the industry hard. So, is it um, is it hard listening to songs you wrote? Because um, I have I have trouble like listening back to like when I'm editing this, I have trouble listening back and like at least to my voice. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also know it can be hard to like you know kill your darlings, you know, yeah. like knowing what to edit. So like, how is your uh, editing process and your ability to to stand back from yourself sort of evolved uh since i've been doing it so long like mm. since like 
actually actually recording this since I was like third. I started recording off like thirteen, twelve, whatever. And since I've been doing it so long, I can be real with myself now. Mm-hmm. I know like if something is off, I quickly catch it. Like mm-hmm. I I sometimes catch it mid recording. Like okay. stop, yeah. you know, like stop that breath, that last breath I took. Yeah, just stop. A little too close to the mic. Yeah, so catch yourself like, <gasps> like yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I know what I shouldn't and shouldn't be doing. You know, uh-huh. like I know like okay, this this won't work. But some songs that I do think will work sometimes don't work like mm-hmm. when you actually hear it back and that's hard like yeah you, like i got a great song mm-hmm. but then you actually record and you're like oh, man or maybe it's not right for that moment yeah you're like maybe, okay yeah it needs like one thing or like take a couple things away or like shift it around so i yeah I, I, no you def you definitely right it's maybe not right for that moment because some songs were like that like i came back when i was feeling it different type of way and mm-hmm. songs sounded way better okay well you know uh so is there ever i guess we'll yeah we'll get to the the drink then because uh, you recommended um uh yeah what are we drinking today <laughs> we're drinking crown royal everybody who know kenyatta know that is my favorite <laughs> drink that's <laughs> okay so so my question is how did crown royal and because you also mentioned hennessy uh unfortunately my budget it's, no uh, i know my dude. my lack of budget uh i couldn't yeah, get both I'm of them so i apologize but i went no, with no. crown royal so uh why um why crown royal okay crown royal because when i was younger mm-hmm. that's what all the adults would drink really you no know? that i don't know why every huh. like my family members i always would see the purple the, bag the purple velvet bag. And, yeah, yeah. and i was like Man, I wonder what that take. They always drinking this. What is this? Taste? It looks, it looks fancy. Yeah, from, it looks fancy. Yeah, know, yeah, it looks fancy. So, although I, I'm like almost like pretty much growing out of it, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like I try other liquor, you know, better yeah. liquor, you know. So it's like, <laughs> and I was like, this what they was drinking all the time? This, you know, like because I like I love liquor, so it's yeah. like they was drinking Crown. You know, it's not even like super top shelf but it looks super you know fan. well it's it's like growing up i didn't there wasn't really uh oh cheers man sorry oh appreciate it yeah um hey jesse that's my roommate jesse what's up jesse kenyatta kenyatta jesse <laughs> what's up jesse <laughs> we're talking about crown royal <laughs> I'm gonna get him on at some point. Yeah, get him. You know this show kind of reminds me. I I don't know if you've seen it. Drink Champs. You ever seen? No, it? no, no. Drink Champs. It's a hip hop. Yeah, so okay. kind of like a hip hop show. Shit. It's I'm... called Drink. It's dope. No. It's I'm not dope. trying. I'm not trying to knock their stuff. Okay. Right, no, no, you're not. It's dope though. Yeah, I'll like, check it out. It's dope. You know, you do, you cover other things too. I saw. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's different. You yeah. know, they just focus on like hip hop, but you focus on. Anybody. Yeah. Anybody who'll sit down and drink yeah. with me. Yeah. yeah. Um, wait, so, uh, so like, yeah, growing up, like, I didn't really have, like, a big family gathering or anything. Okay. So, like, my parents were big wine drinkers, but there wasn't, like, a huge thing about liquor. So I didn't have, like, a specific thing I could look at. It was always, like, oh, wine or, like, a beer kind of thing. Okay. Um, but uh, when did you start drinking? 21 no 21? I'm no. no i'm just kidding no i started drinking uh i don't high school like maybe around 16 i think okay like that's when i'm like kind of start dabbling with it and uh pretty much i can i fell in love with crown royal and, and every time i'm with somebody yeah. they know that's what we that's they know that's what we getting you know what I, what what did you first start drinking cuz i mean you know it's like, i didn't start drinking until i was like 18 so um but like getting your hands on liquor of your choice is kind of hard yeah. when you're when you're like hey 21 year old person who's 5 years older than me here's you know 40 bucks like mm-hmm. get me booze please and they're like all right here's a burnett's vodka oh, and man. i'm going to keep the uh the 30 bucks yeah <laughs> <laughs> that you gave me and you're like oh yeah shit uh, i guess this did cost 40 bucks yeah. see i knew that's how people was like doing it yeah. you know so 
we used to just like kind of boost our own look, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we did like when them people got it, like we started off like UV blue. I can't believe. Oh, it. Yeah, fuck. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was like you know, I thought hypnotic was like a thing, you know, like. Hypnotic. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, this is like a chaser, you know. Hypnotic <laughs> is like a. Ch- yeah, it's gross. It's <laughs> yeah. Not... And uh, the worst drink I ever only took like maybe a shot. Skull vodka. Yeah, I like, I drank so that on this podcast too. It was uh, oh my god, real rough. Drank oh, that in some club soda and oh. uh, it um it gave me like it gave me one of those like hangovers where it like like I woke up and I could just feel like like a badger yeah. in the back of my neck, just like clawing at the stem of my brain. And just like within five minutes, it just like pushed forward. And I was just cloudy in the eyes and just like dry heaving like every, every two seconds. It was like the worst. It was when I tried, it was just like the worst. I'm like, what is, you know, like this is like, yeah, the bottom it's, of the college, you know, that's what everybody in college is like, yeah, that's what we used to drink or. That's cheap. Yeah. yeah it's it it's is. like seven bucks. Is, it uh, makes sense that yeah. you're in college and you're just yeah trying to get what up. So um so yeah so like uh so you start drinking in in high school yeah. um and you're just drinking whatever or like what was like what was kind of like you're hanging out with your your high school buddies what do like what do you guys look to get? Forties oh, mm-hmm. and if we get a like and if we got any like liquor it'd be like. Uh, Smirnoff, mm-hmm. either Smirnoff, um, Bacardi, mm-hmm. I, Captain Morgan. I used to think Captain like, Morgan was like the fancy. Yeah, me too. It was a fancy rum too, and then like <laughs> I had good rum. And I was yeah. Like, Shit. Ooh. I did too. I'm like, damn, Captain Morgan. Captain I thought Morgan. I used to think it's that fancy oh, bottle. Yeah. <laughs> it's got a captain on it. It's like it's yeah. got to be good. It's got to. Then... That's what I'm saying. Like. Open my eyes to like a whole another like realm of like white rum and and you know really like pure caramelized rum is. And then you're like, okay, like if you drink that, it's like, uh, you know, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. you feel now, like you know. <laughs> that's how that's how it really was, like Captain Morgan, forty, mm-hmm. uh, Smirnoff, all that, all those, yeah, real. I kind of I kind of fell into forties when I was in college. Yeah, because yeah, they were just like, I knew I wanted to drink a lot, but I, I didn't want to like continually have to go grab a can. Okay. So I was just like, oh, I can just drink two forties, and like take like six shots, and I'm good to go yeah. throughout the night. Like I can just carry around like these, I can just have these two forties and not have to worry about like, uh, oh, are we out of beers? Like no, I got two 40s. gross warm flat forties. <laughs> Two, that's everybody get two forties in UV set for the yeah, yeah, two forties. That's all. Don't drink them too quick. It, uh, it yeah. would sit, it would sit hard in the oh. summer. I used to do um, uh, in the summer when college let out, I would drink half a forty and play basketball, and I had like the best games of my life. Yeah. When I was like <laughs> flowing on like half a half a forty. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, or I might have just been like you know buzzed enough that I thought I was doing really well. No, I like, know those times. You know, yeah. you're like. You fucked up and you start playing and you like, damn, I'm doing. I don't know if, if I was actually you sort of get like yeah. you sort of get in that flow where like yeah. everything's like moving a little because your body's a little looser and you're like, okay, mm-hmm. okay, just gotta keep drinking water, you know, don't dehydrate myself too yeah. much. I'm fucking, I'm killing it. I'm actually, I'm making butter layups. Uh, it's crazy. Yeah, that's... Uh, wait, so um, so uh, I guess you sort of made that natural progression towards Crown Royal then. Yeah. Just out of was it uh like just always in the back of your mind or was it is this, is is there like a, something about the taste that really um attracted you to uh this kind of whiskey um well compared to all the other drinks i just named mm-hmm. this was like okay yeah you get what i'm saying so exactly that yeah like this is like the king of king you know what i'm saying like when we start drinking better liquor you know just like, oh, this is like the king, you know. And I'm still like, what, maybe 19, 20, so still like, one really a connoisseur of liquor yet, but. Yeah. So Crown was held in high regards compared to, you know, 40s mm-hmm. and all, you know. Yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. okay, this actually don't taste bad, you know. If I could drink it straight too, then I'll know it's like, 
okay, it's cool. Yeah. If I yeah. can drink you straight, yeah. So yeah, okay, well that's that makes sense then that your your palate hasn't really expanded that much. You yeah. said you're nineteen? No. I was nineteen. Okay, I'm twenty five okay. now. Okay, I'm twenty years. That's fucking no. I mean, so that I've really, so I have really bad hearing. And so okay, like, okay. I, I heard, I heard it as I was like, you know, I'm, you know, nineteen, twenty. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, no, like, no. <laughs> so I have to. <laughs> is this legal to release? So I have to right. wait like three years to release this episode. Sorry. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> fuck me up for us. That's funny you say. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um. Yeah. So do you? Is there any other like? Uh, I, I guess you're when it comes to drinking stuff straight, do you, you lean more towards whiskey. Um, are there any other whiskeys you've, um, you know, checked out? Is there anything that really is there something about the flavor profile about Crown Royal? Because it's like it's still got a bit of a kick. Yeah. Because it's like a uh, like a darker, uh, you know, it's not like it's not gonna be like a bourbon where it's just like real like scratchy and bourbon or or like smoky. Um, but yeah, is there something about Crown Royal that really Gets it, you. it does go down to me. Go down, it goes down really smooth, and it doesn't have me like feeling like the next day any type of. It just goes down smooth, mm. and I'm real mellow when I'm drinking Crown. I'm real mellow. And, okay. And cool, and do like you get, I'm aware and everything. So. Do you get like whiskey, whiskey drunk, like uh, like angry with other liquors? Like, is that a thing that you've? No. Nah, okay. I, only liquor I ever got angry over was. Um, Tequila, it's tequila. Tequila, yeah. Tequila, like I had that, and I was like, uh, never, you know, like never again. This game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cause, but I was mixing liquor. Like I was drinking two different, you know, dark and then tequila shots. I'm like, yeah. If you're taking shots and then like sipping on something equally as strong, yeah, you're. That's that's kind of like a dangerous. Yeah. I used to think it was like, oh yeah, no, it's it's the the whiskey. It's like no, you're just drinking too much. Yeah, you, too quickly, and then you're in a in a bad social environment. That's mm-hmm. that's why you're getting getting that's a you... raucous, raucous. <laughs> um, that's a weird word, raucous. Um, okay, so but yeah, how uh, is it? Is, is there ever a moment where like you're you're feeling kind of like buzzed and like you're like, okay, this is a great time to start writing. Are you one of the like somebody who gets like a little drunk and likes to write? Uh, songs or whatever, or like tinker around on the piano. Yeah, if I usually if I if I go to my spot where mm-hmm. I'm, if I ask some crown, yeah. I'll just I'll pour me up a little crown. Yeah. And before I even start, you know, I have it up, get some crown in me. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't go too crazy because it'll knock you like crown and knock you out. Though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, so I I like I sip, you know, and mm-hmm. I create. Yeah, I do create. And. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, uh, sometimes you know, if you fall asleep in front of the, you know, the computer, yeah, wake up the next day like, oh, I got something, you know, like yeah. I got, yeah. Well, I was gonna ask, is there ever been a part where like you, uh, you've woken up and you've been like, you, you were like drinking the night before you were writing and like you know recording, and you're like, I think that was like fucking dope. And then you listen back, and you're like, oh shit, that's not. Oh yeah, we when I produce, okay. not not more, uh, more so with writing. Okay, it's when I produce, like, like it's like a fifty-fifty. Like I can wake up, like if I fall asleep, and I do something real late. Mm-hmm. The next morning, I'm like, damn, I made this shit last night. Like you know, drinking half yeah. sleep, or it can be like, damn, I was just filling it off the drink, you know, like so delete, delete, you know. So. I, no, I've, I I got my notebook in front of me and like I don't know how many times there's been a a moment where I've woken up, yeah, and like I'm like oh shit I remember writing something crazy down, like something so funny it's gonna change how everyone approaches comedy and then I look at it, I'm like no nah, absolutely no, you tear it out you burn it, that's a, throw that's it in a plastic I bag do. throw burn that plastic bag just make sure that evil never sees the light of day you're like what was I thinking I don't want nobody to hear this at all I don't. Want... <laughs> So, you know, read if it is something. That's gonna go right back. That's gonna go right there with a uh, windy city. Oh yeah. Oh my <laughs> or a windy day. I hope, like, I hope that when I make it, nobody ever <laughs> bring that up. You know, somebody come out the closet and say, "Hey, but I got this song by him. Sell it to team." You know. Yeah, but yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that'd be that'd be. I I think that'd be like kind of the worst way 
it it almost be more humiliating than like a video of you saying like something slightly like uh offensive i think because yeah. at least when you say something offensive you can be like well i was you know i didn't i didn't mean it i was in a heated argument i wanted to hurt the other person's feelings yeah but when someone's like hey we have this really embarrassing video of you and for some reason you had it recorded and this is you <laughs> expressing your art how do you explain yourself are you just like i don't know i was young i don't oh I was, man it was it's, it's this one song yeah. i'll tell you but only people who went to school or who knew me know this song and this was like the worst this is probably the worst song i ever wrote and i don't know why we did it but the song was it was almost like a jingle but it was called yeah it's called kfc I swear to God, I swear to God, I hope no, you know, I'm giving it up right now, but you can't find it. I took it. I can't believe that we did it and we shot it like at KFC and that, yeah, it was, that was wild. I, <laughs> was, uh, I, when I was in, so I, uh, I, I was in London for a little uh-huh. bit and there are three videos, I think, online of me doing stand up and I am eating shit for 10 minutes really? straight. It is so bad but i have no idea how to like contact my friend because like he abandoned his youtube channel i have no idea how to just like take 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 these down report yeah (laughs) i thought about like reporting some pages i've thought about it just like i need to maybe report it i'll try one more time but i need to report it it's because it's like it's it's not like i'm not saying anything bad or anything it's just i'm not like i'm i couldn't be but it, it comes up if you like youtube me or like search me on google like it People oh. can click. People are like, "Huh? I wonder if Elliot's funny." No, he's not. He's absolutely. It's just like it's mortifying. Oh man, I know it's eating you inside. Like oh, even just me. to think, you know, even just to think about that something, you know, like ah, ah. What's um? Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I want to know um some of your favorite comedians. Cause I didn't uh, know you did. Yeah. Um. So growing up, uh, my favorite comedians to watch were. Uh, my favorite comedian of all time is Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's, I think she's the best. And then I would always watch Chris Rock. I saw, I saw Chris Rock's, uh, um, all of his HBO specials. Um, and then like George Carlin was, was big. Um, and then, so Wanda Sykes, George Carlin, Chris Rock, um, you know, I, I saw like Robin Williams stand up when I was younger. I was a big fan of that. Uh, and then, yeah, as I've as I've gotten older, I mean, like uh, Nikki Glaser, uh, Marina Franklin, uh, Steve Byrne is really funny. Um, now John Mulaney, but yeah, I would say uh, probably the the two two or three that influenced me the most growing up were definitely wanda sykes and chris rock by far okay. like i just everything about chris rock seeing his special like i remember like uh yeah you just seeing him prowl the stage like a panther and just like <laughs> that energy and exuberance and i was like wow how do you have that confidence and you're just like that funny and just like you know like dave Chappelle's killing him softly i remember seeing just like blowing my mind because yeah. he's the opposite you know chris rock is like this gust of this this force moving across and dave Chappelle's just standing there i was like how like how do they do it and then at the end you know you see written by and it's just their name i was like oh shit like you can do this like i had no idea how it happened but i was just like you know drawn to it so um but yeah it was like those were definitely like the ones that i knew early on you could make a career out of it i just had no idea how to get into it but yeah wanda sykes chris rock and yeah and obviously you know dave Chappelle, george carlin were like the big ones that really, really got me into it. Um, okay. But yeah, and years later, I've yet to even, even achieve. <laughs> it's still, it's still I'm, time. You know uh, what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I'll be an Especially old man. In this, in this industry, you never know. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm not here to harp on or wallow on anything. Um, <laughs> is it, uh, like, yeah, uh, I guess as you've gotten older, are you drawn to, drawn to more artists now? Um, or, or like different artists than you initially thought you would be, like when you first started getting into uh, writing and and producing beats and and rapping. Um, I don't think so. I think I'm drawn to the artists that that match what I look okay. for in the yeah. artists. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Pretty much like 
because I'm way I'm way around it. So like you see the the five I told you, I'm yeah, pretty yeah. way around it. So it's like Nelly is like left field from pretty much all the other four that I mm-hmm. name. He's left field, you know. And Kanye West is kind of like a different field. So yeah. all of them are like, you know, what I'm saying, kind of different different fields. Yeah, yeah. You got like a, a strong foundation. Um, is it is it weird? Uh, like, do you do you drink before shows? Um, like, I didn't mean to say is that weird. I I had two questions in my mind. Sorry. It's like, okay. uh, is do do you ever perform while like a little inebriated, or do you like to drink afterwards, or? I'll take like maybe two shots or like a drink yeah. or so just to get, you know, like so I can be super like free, you know, yeah. like, and, and that I, basketball yeah. state, that half a, yeah, you that know? half a 40 before you <laughs> play basketball. Yeah. Yeah. So I can improv, you know, cause certain things like you need to free your mind. Cause when you have all these thoughts before you perform, mm-hmm. you, that's how you can like mess up like that because you want to do this and that. But that little drink kind of like give you a kick is almost like coffee in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And it, you can, your set usually runs smoothly. I'm trying to get to the point where I don't need a drink at all, you mm-hmm. know, like where I can just get up there and do my thing, you know what I'm saying? But I think that's just going to come with repetition and time. Like if I'm doing shows that like every night or every other night, then mm-hmm. I think it's just going to come with. Yeah. You know, when, when did you do your first live show? First live show was... 16 16 yeah okay shit yeah Six, yeah 16 i did my first live show do you remember the show like do you remember yeah it was at it was in a suburb it was called clearwater theater whatever okay. clearwater and i did that with a few other guys that i, I still make music with okay yeah and we we packed the show, you know, pretty much. So it was like sold out type of show. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, and like classmates like, or just yeah, like the community. Yeah, it was like classmates. So okay. it was like yeah, it's a little easier then, you know. Everybody's yeah. in school, you know, and we they want to support you. Yeah, we were getting to that point around. where like, <laughs> yeah. come on, man, I gotta, I gotta work tomorrow. Like yeah, so <laughs> now it's like now it's like. <laughs> It's like real grind time. It's yeah. like you gotta put in work, you know. Like it's not like in school. Like when you're in school, like we especially because we were like the only artists actually like music online, mm-hmm. YouTube. Yeah, our own merch, you know. So yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh man, they like kind of for real, you know. Yeah. So it's like everybody will come out. That was like the thing to do, you know. Like. You can't go to the club, you know what I'm saying? You have a job, you know, yeah. you want to get out on the weekend and everybody's going to this show. Let's go to this show and find somewhere to drink afterwards. That's yeah, how it yeah, was, yeah. you know. Well, it's also, I imagine it's tough too, you know, when you're first starting out because a lot of venues are, you know, 18 and older only. Mm-hmm. So you can't really get those, that experience that like other people might have. Yep. So you kind of have to just limit your time to, you know, being in the studio or wherever you can record. Yeah. Um, how did you sort of gain that confidence to be on stage? Like how how yeah how is how is that growth sort of manifested itself? Um, pretty much, I got thrown in, I got thrown out there in like fourth grade. Okay. Because that was like the first time I ever showcased anything. Uh, it was like Black History Month. Teacher knew I could sing because I'll be going around the class, you know. And she's doing some temptations. He, Exactly. Yeah. That's that's yeah. exactly what it, yeah. that's funny. So <laughs> she she's like, Hey, um everybody had to pick somebody to be for Black History Month. She said, You should be like a member of the Temptations. I said, Okay. And my my like growing up my favorite artist was Eddie Kendricks of the Temptations. Okay. You know. And uh she said, Do the song, you know. And I had to do it in front of the whole school. Twi- twice because oh, it was like two quarters of like I think it's like uh fifth graders and fourth and okay. I had to perform in front of the whole school twice did you have one of those big suits with like the giant collar and I had a big yeah I had a big <laughs> suit and everything yeah I had yeah so I had to dress up yeah so it's like man and I just came up to the mic like you know like Dude, this like... and I just started singing and then I'm looking around then people start singing with me too, so yeah. I'm like, okay. So they gave me confidence. All so right. from now, like I'm like, okay, 
yeah. this is what I want. That's crazy. This is what I need to be doing. You know. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Um, yeah. <laughs> you're dressing up temptation. Yeah, did you, you do the big mic swing too, where you take no, the, I don't take the ready. sand and throw it around, <laughs> catch it out the way back? I was not ready for that, you know. <laughs> I was not ready. Do you have any like tricks or or uh, things you rely on when you're on stage, as far as like, you know? Uh, little performing things that you can rely on that you know get the get a reaction from the crowd. I think it's certain songs. Okay. Cause so, certain songs will touch certain people. I usually like when I'm performing, I find like the person that I'm connect with okay. because you can almost like you can tell a person you connect with, mm-hmm. and I usually find them and then I work my way around that. So in comedy, it's usually the person not laughing. Okay. That you connect with. It's like, okay, you're not laughing. You're the only person I'm going to pay attention to. Okay. <laughs> Is that when y'all make fun of – that's the person y'all make fun of? I don't I, – look, I don't like to do that. Like, okay. if somebody's not laughing, I don't want to make fun of them. But okay. I'm going to try my damnedest to get them to laugh. Okay. Like, I don't make fun of anybody unless they interrupt me or they're clearly being disruptive. But mm. some people, yeah, they'll lash out and they'll be like, hey, you're not laughing. That's a dumbass shirt. And it's, <laughs> it's like, all right, well, you just uh, shaped – the rest of the the show. Okay. Yeah. Um. I've seen so many comedians because I love comedy too, and I okay seen so many specials. Yeah. Well, who who you who are your favorite comedians? So many because different styles of comedy, like mm-hmm. not just stand up. Like I like you know TV comedy and all. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Like I love uh, Bernie Mac. Oh, he was oh phenomenal. Yeah. That was Mac. yeah. He was he was he was. Uh, he was I, I think okay yeah never mind so no was, no no say it. Go I was ahead. okay because I've I've gotten into fights over this not like okay I think he was the best part of uh, the Kings of Comedy absolutely absolutely okay, right. <laughs> there was like a moment I was like I thought you were gonna like jump over the table and strangle me I was like no oh he's a DL Hughley fan okay that's... no I think Bernie Mac was first and then DL yeah and, and then... Steve Harvey and. To me, Steve Harvey okay. against Cedric. I had uh, Cedric around Steve. Around Steve. But, you know, also, like, who cares? I was, yeah, it's like, I was, like, like, a, the, I was like a dumb little Jewish kid. <laughs> like no, a 12-year-old Jewish kid. They, know? like, I don't know how they... I wasn't their target audience. Yeah, they, like, yeah. Bernie Mac and D.L. Hughley is a little bit more mm-hmm. well-rounded, but especially Bernie Mac. Yeah. He just so... He got so much style. Like, I don't know, he just... Yeah, well, I, I mean, you've seen his famous, like, Def Jam appearance, right? Yeah. Like you, I ain't scared of you, motherfucker. Oh. I sampled that on my first. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. I sampled that like heavily throughout my first. It's like that's a good one to sample through each song, like at a few part, like mm-hmm. you know, like you know. So that was yeah. like, and I love Def Comedy Jam. Martin, I, uh, I love Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember watching like, uh, like watching it when I was younger, and you know, I'm I'm like you know five or yeah. six, so it, you know, like most of the comedy isn't really. I don't get it, but I I understand that it's like people are laughing, so I'm like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. gonna watch this. And I just remember like, yeah, you see like Martin and them coming through, and you're like, okay, that's kind of okay. cool. And then like Mart, you see the TV show Martin, I'm like, okay, yeah. that's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, he's, cool. I, I think I remember him from. Oh yeah, he was the guy from that comedy show. Okay, cool. I'm just like you know eight, and I'm like, oh, okay, this is, <laughs> I'm not really connecting things. I'm just like, oh, well, that's cool. Wow. And then it's um as far as TV like. I, then I like Samuel, but he he's not a, like stand up, but he's funny. Like he's he's a, he's a naturally funny guy. Yeah. yeah. And then like I like Neil Patrick Harris. I like Steve Carell. Like he's the yeah. Office is funny. You said like I was so late on the <laughs> Office. I didn't understand it when I was young. I'm like okay, this this don't make sense. But like I like the Office now. Mm-hmm. So yes. I like Chris Rock. Chris Rock was somebody I had to wait till I got older to understand. Because he talked about a lot of adult issues. And yeah. now I'm like, oh, he's funny as hell. Like, I just didn't get it at first, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, but I'm like, oh, he's funny. So I seen all his specials. Yeah, yeah. I actually just sampled something from him. So, yeah. Okay, shit. Yeah. Um, well, do you, do you ever incorporate... I, I Because I know, like, there's some comedians out there who act like like a rock star on stage mm-hmm. as a way to like sort of convey their their confidence or like I've noticed even some um 
kind of adapting elements of of rappers on stage okay. um just as a way to like you know maintain confidence on stage and, and performance and delivery uh is there any uh performer that you really look to to um get a little uh stage presence yourself or was that all something you you developed naturally naturally but i i was star by like i used to watch jay-z perform live like he doesn't do a lot yeah but he enunciates everything and his breath control is like some of the best and it's like this one clip that i keep seeing like okay. that i go to like i used to go to it like before each show and then i watch um comedy like mm-hmm. i watch it's weird. I, I go outside of hip, you know, like music sometimes and I watch like comedy and watch how they engage with the crowd because I think that's real important. Like mm-hmm. it's more important than just going up there and performing the songs. It's yeah. like, how can I connect with these people and leave here with these people? Like as well, you, you mentioned there's like you, you sort of seek out one person in the audience. Yeah. Um, have you ever, have you ever like, Sang, like uh, delivered a song to a girl in the audience or like you here and you're like I'm going to rap to you now or like I'm going to sing to you now <laughs> when I was younger yeah when I was younger like <laughs> if I do it now it ha- yeah if I do it now it has to be like next level like yeah if I do it that's why I like I'm like if I do it it has to be like sexy and next level so if I, when I do it, it it's going to have to be it's going to have to hit when people are like, okay, that's yeah. Ken, that's Kenyatta. Like, okay, Kenyatta, you know, so when I do it, like the next time I do it, it's going to be like have somebody come up to the stage and mm. like prop a chair and you know, oh. make it work. You know, have you ever done that? No, that's something that. Okay, you okay. You're trying to work out. Okay. I'm, I'm working on it. I'm working geez. on the perfect bit for Ooh. that. Oh, you know what I'm saying? So. That that'd be terrifying. I I I'm working on it. God I gotta, bless you, man. Because that's like something like that's like a trick, a stunt you trying that's to. That's like um, an usher move right there. That's yeah, like, you know what I'm saying. But for a hip hop act to pull it up, that's what I want to do though. Like I I like look at different genres too of music. Like mm-hmm. I watch rock and roll. Like I watch Paul McCartney. Like just outside of hip hop, just so I can. Because I try to stay well-rounded. Yeah, know? yeah. You know, R&B, like, definitely R&B because I like the way, you know, I like R&B, how they move on stage and how they connect. Mm-hmm. So. Fine. They they got it down. They can. Yeah. I, yeah, that's. that's <laughs> fine. The Usher move, that's yeah. Just, if I can put off the Usher move, it just got to be the right. I got to find the right person or I got to. You need the right person. You need You need a rotating bed. <laughs> oh man that's on like a slight slope yeah so you can lay them down on the bed and then oh man you just gave me some idea idea that's the idea that's like some stuff i do on my tour you know like <laughs> no nah, when you have a budget yeah yeah, yeah if i do that right now yeah, yeah. like if no i re- will be remembered as some it would have to be that. like it'd be like an inflatable mattress and like yeah. you need like three stage hands to constantly turn it around yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh man, if I put that, I wonder. Just get a giant, uh, uh, oh fuck, I can't, like a carousel or something, yeah. just outfit it. Just go to go to the park and steal one and <laughs> be like, all right, look, I know I'm doing the show, but I got but one thing. I got, I, I got need to get this three thousand pound carousel on the stage. <laughs> you got people all like helping. Yeah. That'd be funny. Um, is there, is there ever a point where like you, like, are you somebody who likes to celebrate after a show if something goes well? Like, is it, you you usually go with Crown Royal after a show? Like, I know I have some, I know if, if a show goes bad, I'm definitely going to be drinking, but if a show goes well, I'll be like, well, I'll have a beer too. But is there anything that you sort of like take the edge off and celebrate with? Um, usually celebrate. Okay. I guess it would be Crown Royal may, or more music. Like, I'll go get inspired and make some more music. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Or okay. That's, that's yeah, that's good. Yeah. Woman. <laughs> you know? Hey, man. So, <laughs> those three, I like, you know, like, that's how you celebrate, you know? So Sometimes that all at the same time. All at the, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> Baby shush. I got to write yeah, something down. I got to write. I just got something good. No, no, yeah. keep going. Shh. 
Yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> at work is the at work is the best too when I'm writing too. Mm-hmm. Cause I write on napkins, all types of stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> um. So uh, I kind of like to do something uh, called uh, drunk words, sober thoughts, okay. which is sort of a a manifestation of um. Is there anything that you've had a, a thought about? Uh, that you've never really expressed before. It doesn't have to be like controversial or anything. Uh, it can literally be as like like for me. Uh, I think I've said this on the podcast before. Like I think I could go back in time and beat up George Washington in a fight. Okay. Like I don't tell people that, but like you know, you get a couple drinks in me, and someone's like, "Tell me something about you." I'm like, "I could fuck up George Washington." Okay. I'd, okay. I'd slap the shit out of Thomas Jefferson. I beat up all of the founding fathers. Like I think, I genuinely think that you, I could go back in time, and there would be a passage in history where it's like, oh yeah, they won the Revolutionary War, but also got like the shit kicked out of them by this random person. Okay, okay. In the history books. <laughs> like, you just beat up everybody from history. Yeah, dude. Point I, them out. Like, oh yeah, him too. You know. I think. Yeah, I think. Uh, I yeah, I think I could beat up. A lot of those guys, yeah. but I don't go around telling people because that yeah. makes me sound like a maniac. Okay. Um, is there anything that you have like a thought about or like a, an opinion about that uh, is sort of you know that you you've usually kept to yourself? Mm, I think. Okay, so I saw this thing on Twitter. This randomly just popped in my head. I think it's when like James Harden or somebody got. Like a max contract, mm-hmm. and a and a woman from the WNBA was like, "Oh, that's nice. Like, why can't we get paid equally? You know?" Okay. And it rubbed me the wrong way because I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> I don't like you know those type of things." Because then I thought in my head, I never said it, but like, okay, why don't male strippers get paid more than female strippers? You know? Yeah. It's just the like this is yeah. just the thing like. More people watch the NBA so they get paid more, you know. Mm-hmm. More people, you know, go <laughs> to a good point. strip club for females. Also, you know, you know male. I, I think I think women should be paid more than they are now, not to detract yeah. from the men. No, okay. But yeah. show me one woman who jumps like LeBron James, and I'd happily <laughs> That's what say everybody you deserve say, like... a $90 million contract. It's, exactly. But, no. <laughs> you know, nothing again. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just a good point. But it's just like it's because of what goes into the. Yeah. I know it's a number. It's a numbers thing, you know. It's yeah. just a numbers thing. Like and nobody dunks. I don't think. I think you know, uh, I think two Candace people, Parker right? could. Yeah. Yeah, Candace and Lisa Leslie. I think. I, I think she's. She's retired. She's retired. But yeah. I'm saying the two females that. Yeah. That I know, like, I, I'm not sure the highest. Uh, yeah. Paid player. I would guess around three or higher, you know. I'm yeah. not sure. But, I'm not sure either. It's, but <laughs> don't don't quote us on that. It's yeah, don't quote. Yeah, I don't know for sure. But, no, that's 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 fair. I think it's you know a yeah. legitimate thought to have, yeah. you know, for better for it. But yeah. you know, not to stir up any. No, I don't want to stir. I don't no, try yeah, to, yeah. you know, because yeah, I'm all for like, but yeah, know, equal just, rights for everybody. But it's just like something like that. It, it, like, it okay. sparks through your mind. And you're like, oh shit! Now I have to have this thought for the next like yeah, two and, hours. And I can't really see it because then <laughs> I'm some people might bash. You know, like, it's just you know, it, it, it'd be a pointless battle to have. Yeah, you know, it's not worth dying on that hill. Yeah, that's um, why but also out. like yeah, I've had a couple of those thoughts where it just sparks through your mind. And you're like, why am I have? Oh, I don't want to. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, now it's a burden. Now I'm I'm an asshole for this. Yeah, sometimes I get like. I'm a, I'm just gonna say it, and like you yeah. know, but it's not good all the time, you know. That's why I don't I don't reply to people on Twitter anymore, man. Like that's because you get that itchy itchy trigger finger. And you're like it's right there. I can just say whatever I want to them. Yeah, and you gotta like. Now I can't. I don't do it anymore. I've I didn't do it much to begin with, but it's yeah, it's it's its own demon. You gotta reevaluate. You just sit. That's what I do now. I sit back. I think about. The like the consequences and oh, like yeah. if I say this, what I'm like, okay, I'm not gonna say it. I'm just gonna respond like this, you know. Mm-hmm. That's so, no, that's very mature. It's, yeah. And somebody, oh, last one, somebody bashed me for not voting because I told I told them the reason I did not vote because I'm not fully aware of everything. Like okay, I yeah. won't vote until I'm fully aware of everything. I'm not just gonna vote. Some you know, mm-hmm. and they bash me for not 
taking my time <laughs> to go out at that time. Yeah. And I'm like, uh, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, life is, you know, life is hard, right? You know? Yeah. 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 So you sort of, you, you gotta, you gotta, I mean, that sort of happens with people and like, I know the judges in Chicago, everybody's yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm well versed on all these candidates. Then they get to the judges and they're like, I don't know. And they yeah. just start randomly. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I would like to know what I'm voting for, you know? Yeah. So that's why I'll try to attain knowledge in that area, mm-hmm. and then I'll vote. You know, that's yeah, that's that's the right way to do it. I think. Yeah. Uh, I don't <laughs> yeah. know. I'm not a. I'm not an expert. Please don't. I'm not yeah. an expert on politics at all. Um. So uh, we're getting near the end. Uh. I I mentioned this to you off mic, but um. So let's say you have one night to hang out. Uh. Grab some drinks with five people throughout history. It could be living. Could be dead. Could be current. You know, it could be, you know, uh, Jefferson, Washington, and, and John Adams, just so you could slap the shit out of them. It could be anything. Yeah. But like, yeah. So for, uh, for one night, uh, you get to do like an all night bender if that's what you want to do. Everything's paid for, travel's paid for. You don't have to worry about waking up broke or hungover. Like, that's all set. Uh, who do you hang out with? Uh, where do you go? And what are you like getting up to? One person you said? Oh, up to five people. Oh. Yeah, like just for like a... Uh, I do like a homie vacation, I think. All right. A homie, so if I did like a homie vacation, I'd probably be some of the people I named. Bernie Mac, mm-hmm. Chicago brother, so, you know, we both from Chicago. Uh, Tupac and Biggie, you know. All right. Jamie Foxx. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. And I think Dave Chappelle. I think Dave Chappelle. I think those would be my five. That's pretty solid. Yeah. And we would... I'm trying to think of the atmosphere. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to think of a like atmosphere because those are like a lot of animated people. The only reserved right. people in the room would be me and Biggie mm-hmm. because he's going to reserve. Yeah. Know? So it'll be me and Biggie and everybody else. It'll be kind of funny to me. So it will have to be like in a comedy vibe, like something like that. Maybe after the show or something, right. you know, like, you know, maybe. Uh, I'm going to go overseas. I, I'm just going right. to say overseas just, just to get out of the United States. Jamie so, Foxx picks. Yeah, yeah Jamie Foxx. Yeah, yeah he's, he knows where like the villas are and like we're in yeah. Italy to check out. Yeah. Exactly, Jamie Foxx pick, and then he's dope at piano too. So yeah, yeah. Like, I feel like he would get drunk, play the piano, and do a lot of impersonates. You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. he does that. And then, Pac is animated. Tupac is animated. I think he'd be real cool. You know? Yeah, man. Bernie Mac probably Bernie Mac and Dave Chappelle and Jamie Foxx in one room. I think nonstop yeah. laughing from you know like yeah. So. Yeah, I think. Yeah. All right, man. Those, those five. Yeah, that's cool. And then, like, yeah, try to get Jamie Fox drunk and try to like get him to tell you the secrets that Katie Holmes told him. Yeah, like. like hey, like she knows where the bodies are buried. Like she was married to Tom Cruise. Like, spill what you know, man. <laughs> that shocked me that he was like they had like they still have a thing, yeah. you know. That shocked me. I'd be keeping that secret too. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's like, I want Tom Cruise. <laughs> Again. Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes. Yeah, I'll see. I'm like, okay. All right. Yeah. Hey. hey. Well, well, they they did that movie together. Um, uh, Jamie Foxx and um Tom Cruise. Collateral. So you know, I think that's where the that's where seed pl- got planted. Yeah, just like right there. She, yeah, she saw him. You know, saw and they were like, like probably. He was like, oh, hey, Katie Holmes, and she was like, help me. Yeah, yeah, I got you. You know, yeah, I got you. <laughs> and that's that's happy. Uh, well, thank you so much, man. Um, where can we find you on social media? Uh, uh, you can find me pretty much all across the board, all streaming platforms. Uh, Kenyatta, that's K E N Y A D D A. Again, K E N Y A D D A. You can find me on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, iTunes, all across the board. Mm-hmm. Kenyatta. Same name uh, on all those handles, too? Yeah. Okay. Kenyatta everywhere, yeah. All right. Well, Gotta cool. keep it easy for them, you know? Yeah. 
Um, well, thank you, man. Um, I'm just going to do the in- outro real quick. Uh, and that will do it for this week's episode. I would like to thank my guest, Kenyatta. Cheers to you is a weekly podcast, part of the Art Phoenix Podcast Network, a production of Art Phoenix Studios Incorporated. This episode was edited and produced by Andy King and me, Elliot Lerner. I have that Jay-Z breath control down right now. It's awesome. Yeah. Find the show on Instagram at Cheers to You Podcast. That's Cheers to You Podcast. Email business inquiries to cheers at Artfinix Studios. That's cheers at A-R-T-F-I-N-I-X studios.com. Theme song is by Kozak and the Poets, logo designed by Batul Javid. Please rate and review the podcast everywhere you can with five stars. Check out artfinixstudios.com for more information on upcoming events, educational uh, and collaborative opportunities, and upcoming podcasts. Support can come by way of purchasing an Art Can Fix t-shirt. Find out more at artfinixstudios.com. That's A-R-T. F-I-N-I-X studios.com. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Cheers.